This first post reads, Hey, everyone. Just joined to replace my wife. Catch up on neighborhood happenings. I'm confused by the wording. By replacing of his wife? Is yeah. Because that, that also that mean... befuddled me as well. Oh, he's looking for a neighbor to be his wife. So you think he's using this neighborhood app as a dating app? I don't know. What do you think? I... <laughs> Okay. You know me. Mm-hmm. Have to take it to the dark. Okay, go ahead. His wife is in the he basement. He murdered his wife. <laughs> He's using neighborhood happenings mm-hmm. as a euphemism for I'm stalking everybody. All uh, all the ladies here trying to replace my, my wife. wife. This is Nosy Neighbors. I'm Chinadu Unaka. And I'm Candace Unaka. Okay. And we'll be breaking down the most absurd neighborhood posts we can find on the Citizen and Next Door apps. But we don't stop there. Where else do we not stop? <laughs> we do not stop till til we, we get enough. Enough. You know, people like hold their hand really high in front of them and with their arms extended. <laughs> no one does that. Yeah, we don't stop there either if they do. <laughs> you get the point. We ain't going to stop till we find those posts. Disclaimer. Disclaimer. This podcast features our thoughts and opinions on interesting stories from the internet to your neighborhoods. All riffs are for comedic purposes only. Do not try this at home. We had to tell them. We had to tell them. could be a typo and what he really meant was like hey everybody just joined to help my wife replace of how she catches what's going on with the neighborhood happenings i think it may that is maybe also some of that. just as confusing what you just said but no it is because <laughs> I, I was making it up as what i want but what i was saying is the way she gets her neighborhood news mm-hmm. is dangerous and he's like honey Yes. You don't have to do that anymore. Yeah, yeah. There's this There's app. Apps. Get off the tree. You don't have to be in the bushes. You don't have to break arms and legs. Right. I'm tired of taking you to the hospital. Mm-hmm. The dog bites yeah. that you're getting in other people's backyards, mm-hmm. trying to figure out who didn't invite you to the party. Or whose marriage is on the outs. There's an it's app for that. not worth it. <laughs> Get it together or I'm going to replace my wife. I'm glad we uh, hashed that we out. We took the time to break that down. Because you, you don't get time back. And I'm happy we're using it wisely. All right, let's get into our first segment. This is where Chin and I discuss what's going on in our own neighborhoods. That's right, because we want to let you know it's personal. It's always personal. So, Candace, you go first, man, since you want to. I got an animal one. Oh, yeah. So, someone's cat died in my neighborhood, (coughs) and they posted an obituary for the animal. And apparently, someone reported the first time she posted it. (laughs) Because it's so weird. So, she's now reposting it. Because she said she had so many messages about it, even though somebody reported it. (laughs) And it was not me. So this is the cat, and she's reading it in first person. Mm -hmm. I died suddenly yesterday. Mm. Well, not suddenly. I died eventually. After the stroke. After the seizures. After going to the wrong hospital. After sitting in 35 minutes of traffic. After the doctor took me out of the room and my owner had to chase her down because she thought he didn't want to be there when they injected me with a massive dose of anesthesia to stop my heart and kill me. Mm. After all that, 
and the previous 16 years, I died. Can I stop you right yes. there? Yes. Because <laughs> please, I don't think what you're reading is um, a paragraph. I think you're reading a poem. Oh. I died suddenly yesterday. Well, not suddenly. I died eventually after the stroke, after the seizures, after going to the wrong hospital. I died after sitting in 35 minutes of traffic, after the doctor took me out of the room and my owner had to chase her down because she thought he didn't want to be there. I died. Only Thank you had turned this cat obituary into a Maya Angelou I mean, poem. I think I'm just very in touch with my soul. I understand I'm not a person having a spiritual experience. You're I'm a, a spirit. You're a soul having a, a having human a human experience. experience. Yes, I think I think someone's I'm very... been reading some Instagram memes. Well, <laughs> I I owe that account. <laughs> what happened in your neighborhood? I just want to help this person out because they posted formal gowns. Are there any suggestions as to what I can do with about a dozen formal gowns? They were made by professional seamstress back in the 60s, 70s for Masonic events. Oh, no. Might be out of fashion, but the material is beautiful. Wait, what's Masonic event? <laughs> you ever heard of Freemasons? Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. Oh, like Illuminati dresses. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I think we need to pick them up. Oh, yeah. 12 Illuminati dresses? Yeah, I feel like we can make a killing with those. But wait, what do these dresses look like? Can you give us a description of yeah. what a Masonic... Well, it looks like a casual sundress. A casual sundress. It looks like upholstery on a couch. Yeah. They're not as devious looking as I would. Yeah, that you would attend. You probably thought it was going to be like chains and spikes. Yeah. I thought it was going to be like uh, eyes wide shut. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that just looks like a, a dress Nancy Reagan wore. Yeah, like a dress you just throw on to go grab your mail real quick. But those mail getting dresses. So did anybody comment and say this is what you should do? One guy did say, you know, the, the casual of like donate to a vintage shop. Mm hmm. Um, another one said, you should start your own Etsy store. Illuminatics. <laughs> one guy says, perhaps they could be repurposed. Decorative throw pillows. Quilts are sofa throws. See, I told you it looked like upholstery. Is he clowning her dress? Yes. The conversation. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yes. Perhaps <laughs> it could be ironed down into bathroom <laughs> wallpaper. Perhaps you should turn that into a potato sack. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> also, you know that there's thrift stores all over the place. Well, you'd be surprised. People find out about things late in life. I didn't grow up knowing thrift stores exist. Yeah, but this sounds like a white lady. They be knowing about thrift stores. Nah, that's facts. We call those the hookup. Yeah. Oh, the hookup store? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The hand-me-down shop. The yeah. hand-me-down dig. <laughs> Next up, we have Neighborhood Watch, and this is where we, do we dive, Jen? Do we dig? I think we do them all. We dive, we dig, where, what else we do? We dip. Oh, okay, we donut. We donut. We get in our cars and we drive in parking lots in donuts. And we drive in circles. And we make ourselves dizzy. Because we never know the post is right behind you. We don't. And so that's why we keep spinning in circles so we don't want to miss shit. We make ourselves dizzy for you. We make ourselves dizzy for these best local stories. This post reads, Firefighters are called to rescue a stranded woman 
that was actually a mannequin. The Santa Barbara County Fire Department was called to a beach to conduct a cliff rescue, but arrived to find a mannequin. The witness at Hope Ranch Beach called 911 because of what appeared to be a stranded woman on the side of a cliff without proper climbing gear. And when firefighters arrived with trucks, drones, and utility vehicles, <laughs> the, the would-be rescuers soon discovered the woman was actually a mannequin from a movie shoot days earlier. The department said the witness did the right thing by calling. It's a lot to unpack here, guys. Whatever movie shoot did this, they should be charged. Absolutely. Because that bill that the city has to pay, ultimately the citizens of Santa Barbara County, trucks is insane. Drones. Drones, guys. <laughs> and utility vehicles. Now, in this situation, they just trusted what this person said and sent out all the stops without double checking first or getting a second opinion about what the situation was. Well, this is what happens, you know, because I went to school in Santa Barbara. Shout out to all my gauchos out there. Yeah. All right. Not a lot is happening. Mm -hmm. Bike death was 83, 85 percent of the, of the crime, crime, literally in Santa Barbara. Mm -hmm. the, usually students just stealing each other's bikes. Yeah, that's right. I literally stole my bike back on accident. They realized <laughs> it was my bike. <laughs> so they were all just bored. And you think they were just like, oh. Yeah. You, if you call the, the cops in L.A. about a, a woman that's possibly going to be, they would, like, they would make sure, does she have a pulse? Right. They want you to do some of the work <laughs> before they send anybody out. Just, can you check if she has a pulse? Yeah. We need a second opinion before we waste our time make and Make sure it's not a mannequin. <laughs> make sure it's not some dumb idiot doing an Instagram video. If you have some rope, you mind shimmying down the side of the cliff <laughs> to make sure she's alive so we know which vehicles to send? All right, that's your job. <laughs> Sir, are you going to help or die? Uh... Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, I'm eating lunch. Anybody could call, sir. Do you want to be a hero or not? <laughs> yeah, no, dummies are great, man. Mannequins are, are, are very good if you, like, have a show. Mm-hmm. And you want to take a picture of, like, yourself in a crowd. But let's say the turnout was bad. Oh, yeah. You just put dummies in the audience. Yeah, just fill them out. A little, few dummies. Yeah, yeah. Like, the UFC and the WBA used to do this earlier on before it became popular. The NWA is still probably not that popular, huh? No. The WBA. <laughs> <laughs> you said the NWA? Oh, that I, I meant the you WNBA. <laughs> My no, they're bad. popular now. NWA also not popular oh, anymore. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you went to that NWA concert? Yeah, man. I was sending <laughs> that to seven a, mannequins. reunion tour. This next post reads, Police are responding to a report that $1,000 worth of pens were stolen from a Starbucks. This happened in Manhattan's financial district. Now, you know what I'm about to say. Yep. This is how bad Starbucks coffee is. That they went in there and stole $1,000 worth of pens when they had all this coffee to steal. They had a better chance of flipping the pens than, than the, coffee. the actual coffee. Well, I think it's because the coffee goes bad. It is bad. They sell it bad. That too. <laughs> but it gets it worse. It starts out bad. <laughs> Why do they have any pens? Yeah, that's a good point. You don't have to sign anything. Maybe oh, maybe to write. Maybe it's like marker pens to write oh, the name on the Oh, the Sharpies. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's that. It, or they ran into a Sharpie head. You know, have them kids in class, you smell them Sharpies. Like, oh, I was going to say that was me. Oh, yeah? <laughs> like, Candace, you good? Huh? They're all huh? good. We no, what's, what's up? What? Oh, yeah, no. Markers... Gasoline. You haven't started your art project. Rubber cement. But no, your face is craft time was my color. favorite time of the day. <laughs> and you guys go ahead, man. It's, it's recess, Candace. I'm, I'm going to hang back and uh, finish up. I got to fill in the, the lines. Oh! 
You got any more of that rubber cement? Oh, yeah, man. Kids were really were addicted to Sharpies. I remember, you know, teachers used to come the next day. Um, we're losing Sharpies, guys. We're losing markers. Of course. If you're taking them. Huh? 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 White out. Where's my white out? Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> why is your... <laughs> you got just white paint on oh, all over your nose? Your nose? Oh, um, no. I was, uh, I was Rudolph This for, is uh, cocaine. Halloween. <laughs> This is cocaine. <laughs> oh, no, this is uh, liquid cocaine. Yeah, I put it in a crock pot uh, for a few minutes before I snorted. Uh, but yeah, I have my homework if uh, you need that. If you need that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Or maybe it's a typo. Maybe they didn't have that many pens. Maybe this guy went to a thousand Starbucks to get a thousand dollars worth of pens. It is a time commitment because that's going to take a long time. But you will reach your goal and you won't be arrested. You could hide in plain sight. That is true. Because it'll probably take 2000 for them to be really mad. No one would suspect that one guy taking one pen at a time. Going around stealing just one pen. At a time. <laughs> Whatever this guy's uh, plan was, I hope it's okay. If it's the short game or the long game, good luck, Benny. I hope you're your good, my man. This next post reads, a California man sues a psychic who said... <laughs> What's so funny? <laughs> <laughs> this, this story is hilarious. Oh, I ain't read it. <laughs> <laughs> His next post reads, a California man sues a psychic who said she could remove a witch's curse from his ex. The man found a psychic through her website, which billed her as a Ph.D. life coach and psychic love coach. She gave him a tarot reading when he visited her office and told him he had mala suerte or bad luck put there by his ex-girlfriend after she hired a curse casting witch to hex him. Allegedly, the psychic claimed the man's family would be unhappy and in danger unless he paid her $5,100 to remove the curse. He reportedly paid a $1,000 deposit, but as put in the lawsuit, quote, she did not in any way help his marriage. The man claims he has suffered anxiety and sleepless nights and is also suing for intentional and negligent infliction of emotional distress along with negligence and civil conspiracy. He is asking for $25,000 in damages. Mm. Why would you trust a witch that you just find online mm-hmm. to remove another curse from a witch? I would get a referral. Well, you can't just go around and say, man, you... Hey, man, just random, random question. I would. Random question, brother. You know any witches? Any witches? Excuse yeah. me? Uh, witches, warlords, dark horses? Blood magic? You know what I'm talking Crazy about, right? Person? <laughs> you think this is his first result? Okay. <laughs> Society led him back to the computer. No, you got to ask around for a witch. I'm sure That's she had specific. Great reviews. She had solid reviews. Yeah, she wrote. Trying to go for or Maybe. she possessed people to write. I had a wonderful time. <laughs> now, what would you charge to remove a curse? If you had the capability to remove a hex from somebody, what do you think is the appropriate amount? Well, I think it depends on the person. I think it depends on the curse. That too. I think for a teacher, mm-hmm. I would give them a discount. You know, give me $6,200 and I'll remove your curse. But like, you know, if I cursed... A Doja Cat. It's going to be a pretty penny. The singer? Miss Doja, yes. So you're saying if they're a celebrity and they can afford it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to charge you. Doesn't matter what the curse is. Doesn't matter what the curse is. Imagine what the purse is. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) You feel me? Cha-ching. (laughs) Cha-ching. Or you could live in unhappiness. (laughs) What would you charge? So if it's something like, I'm going to save your life, Mm -hmm. I'm going to ask for at least 20000 
That's fair. That's fair. And I'm paying it. Because people pay that when they go, get sick and go to the hospital. They pay the medical bills. If they're about to die, they need treatment, right? Yeah. I'm saving your life. Now, would you eventually, after you made so much money and you just get kind of tired of ruining people's life, would you start a program where you uh, develop, like, witches insurance? I'm tired of ruining people's lives. Yeah, yeah, you're like, you're not retiring, but, you know, you know there's a market um, for it. I feel like at some point, I think there would have to be a network of witches that were doing that for insurance to actually have to go through. Oh, there's a lot of witches out there. Yeah, but they can't do what I do. You know what I'm saying? But a curse is a curse. I would consider if there's enough of us. What would you call your loan office? Ooh, double bubble toil and trouble and associates. Oh, okay. I like that. Double bubble toil, toil and, and trouble, trouble and, and associates. associates. Okay. Yes. Sounds serious. It is. It's real. Oh, I'll take it. <laughs> well, guys, we'll be doing this every week. Every week. Every week. I mean... We don't skip a week, do we? Yeah, we do. When so every, every now and the then. season ends. We'll, we'll be doing this a lot. Most weeks. Now, then there's the holidays. We take those weeks that's, off. That's true. Then our birthdays. birthdays. And then we take vacations, too, sometimes, just because we don't feel like doing it. Random vegan holidays you be celebrating. I take a lot of vegan holidays because I'm weak. <laughs> but if you're enjoying yourself, let us know what's going on in your neighborhoods. Let us know. And how do you do that? You send us your posts from yep. your apps. That's right. DM us or click the link on our bios. What's your social media, Trinity? Man, it's very simple. It's Chin, E-D-U, U-N, A-K-A. That's on my Instagram or Chinadu Comedy on my Twitter. Candace, what about yourself? Oh, I'm sorry. I was doing my taxes. <laughs> you were Joke, fine, take, Candace. Taking so long. Jokes flying by Candace. <laughs> <laughs> it's jokes by Candace. Oh, my bad. Up next is uh, one of our favorite segments. You know, Candace, you know, you, we, we really like this one. We love it. This is a time where we get a chance to invite a great friend of ours to come on and just partake in the silliness. But this guest is a very, very special guest, man. I've known this guy for a while. He's a video director. He's a creator. He's also a really uh, great musician. Put your hands together for our man, Patrick Cloud. Give it up, boom. Yes. Yeah. Welcome, Pat. Appreciate you, Chinadu and, and Candice. Thank I, you. I, I thank you for having me on here. Of course. Of course. Now, so, we, you know, we like to bring on a friend and just have them tell us an interesting or a funny story that they've been through with a neighbor. And then we'll just, you know, we'll just chime in like a regular conversation. Okay. I mean, this is a, a funny, <laughs> it's a funny time, for, uh, actually a really funny day to do the, the um, this show because this wasn't the, the story I was going to tell. But uh, my block, my block got shot up today. I was uh, I, wait, wait, wait. What got shot up today? His block. My block. Oh, your block. I thought you said your blood. I was like, wait, that's an interesting way to say you got shot. No, 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 no. It was, it was the block I was streaming from. I was on a stream. Oh, no. And I was talking about Will Smith and and how there's a petition to stop all the craziness with his interviews. Right. And I, and all these gunshots rang out, and I was like, hey, this is. Did they send somebody? I was, I was also, <laughs> the funny thing was also I was I was about to do nosy neighbors, and because um, my house on the out of the whole area is the only one with cameras, mm-hmm. the police came and we told them like, nah, we our, our cameras haven't worked in fifteen years, and everybody was just like, oh, that's for show, sure, no snitching, and we were like, nah. We actually have really old cameras. <laughs> <laughs> no, we just so too cheap to repair them. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we're the opposite of nosy neighbors. Um, but um, I, I have a much, much more PG 
uh, story? Is it is it just something I kind of jump into? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, before we move on, though, this whole uh, so so okay, so people were shot up. The you know people were shot, but you did hear gunshots. Did you guys stop your the production or y'all kept going? Oh no, I was just doing a personal stream on my page. Okay, so yours is and, by yourself. Uh, okay, cool. So yeah, you was okay. outside on a beautiful day. <laughs> you know, <laughs> say you found some good lighting. And then, <laughs> 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 straight to camera. Uh, I, was, I was talking about the Smith, and they just heard bop, 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 and I knew it was like that because it was it was the exact same rhythm as shot yeah. by Lil John Fao. Hilarious. And wow. I was, like, you know, it's L.A., so I was like, maybe fireworks, but I was like, no, nah, those were those weren't consistent enough. Yeah. Like, so I went outside with some car that got shot. Uh, There's glass in the street, but I guess they got away, and then it was every, that was it. You know, oh, yeah, it was yeah. a murder. Just another day in L.A. Just another day in L.A. But, I mean, you know, I just checked on everybody, and we, we kept going. All right, man. All right, let's hear the second story. What's up? All right, so this is actually the, the main story, and this is from my childhood. Um, so this is about, this is a story about the time that uh, myself and, and, and one of my friends, I'm not going to incriminate him, uh, <laughs> we, did a, we did a baby B&E, baby breaking and entering. Okay. Uh, because of our, we wanted our Nintendo 64 games back. Um, from a neighbor yeah. that borrowed them and never returned them? <laughs> yes. So, basically, we had one neighbor. They were like these white dudes. They were Russian. And they came over to our house once and played video <laughs> games with us. And I remember specifically, we played Diddy Kong Racing, a game called Rampage, which had a remake with The Rock for some reason. And then there was like one or two more. And after that, after that experience, them games was there was gone you know they wasn't in the stash no more so we was just like hey did the russians get us mm. so what we ended <laughs> up happening uh, for all friends you know, this isn't like a, a a criminal story right somewhat uh <laughs> so <laughs> we, were like, we were just like man i want to i want to we need to get our nintendo 64 games back but how can we do it so, you know, we basically, they were, they were ironically basketball enthusiasts, which I, I've never known a, a Russian player who, who played basketball as much as they did, but they played basketball a lot. We were kind of like the weak ones on the block. We were the youngest. We never really got picked to play like that. So we mainly watched. So we decided like, all right, maybe one time while they're playing basketball, maybe we could like slip in their house and see if they got got our games right yeah. now mind you i have never done a bne before then or after then mm -hmm. so this was not just something i was like yeah let's go do the usual you know this was brand new so we say what's up to them we go around back we hop a fence and we find an open window we make our way past the dining room we still hear the dribbling bop, 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 brick layup brick you know russian cussing we're just like super scared right sweating and then finally finally we find it right we find the room. It's all dark and stuff. You kind of see like the big booty back TV in the corner with all the video video games and stuff. And yeah. then the dribbling stops, right? Oh, no. So we kind of just freeze. Now, if we were more experienced being ears, that would probably be an indicator to move faster. Mm -hmm. But we just kind of like froze as if it were kind of just like a, I don't know, somebody who couldn't see that was in the room. And apparently one of them came in the house to get water. So we were freaking out. We heard the door open. 
But in our minds, you know, obviously when you're doing something you're not supposed to, mm-hmm. we're you're, thinking you're that the worst. Are, Absolutely. For sure. Exactly. And they're just going to make a beeline over to us and be like, where is it? You know, where's the game? But, <laughs> but but at this point, you haven't found the games yet, right? No, at this point, we had just made our way to, to the, the we found just start looking for it. <laughs> we had just finished making peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. <laughs> like, why are you wasting time in the kitchen? <laughs> it was a really nice house. <laughs> That's always a crazy thing about burglaries. Whenever they stop to make food, it's just like, okay, you're way too good. At, you're way too comfortable. Yeah. With <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> we never that was the thing we didn't scout the house or anything they could have had their full family inside but <laughs> yeah we just assumed if the culprit was playing basketball right. outside the house was ready to go you, know, you could have walked in like a, a Russian drug deal you like yeah I think it's gonna be here uh, <laughs> oh well, hello like, close, close the door subpar very subpar <laughs> For all I knew, there was like two Russian parents in there that just saw two black kids sneaking by their room or something like that. They could have just been, mm. you know, the, the black kids on the block are here. Who knows? I, I don't really they know. They probably locked themselves them. inside their own room, terrified. <laughs> <laughs> you guys terrified of them. Like. We find the Nintendo 64 stash. And it was so funny because they had so obviously robbed us. It was literally like the games that we had, like Diddy Kong Racing, Rampage, all these like weird adventure games. And then it was like snowboarding, 180, <laughs> NBA 2K. Like we were the, it was the only the fun games were the ones that were ours. Right. Right. So we were just like, ah, oh, we knew it. We knew it. We knew it. And what's funny was that, oh, this is the, okay, this is the worst part of the story. Don't judge me because I was just but a little kid and I didn't want to go to jail. We took Diddy Kong Racing back and we just we were just like, man, if all of them are gone, they're going to think something. So we took Diddy Kong Racing. Mm. <laughs> That's the, the favorite. That's smart. You guys are like arguing for 10 minutes of which one to take. Take Rampage. No. Yeah, but like, <laughs> why, why are we using us? He got robbed. We're just like, no, this isn't fair. They're going to notice. Like, bro, he robbed you. So right. we took Diddy Kong Racing and left the other ones, waited upstairs until we heard them go back downstairs jumped out of the window from the second story and just like landed on a thing and then landed on the floor and then went home. And here's the punk part is that I had to borrow, I think it was like fifteen, twenty dollars from my mom and and we bought Rampage back. And I've never I've never felt smaller. Uh, <laughs> you never, never forgave yourself for yeah. not stealing both. Oh, I did my hands. Yeah. It was like an Indian had the artifact in his hands. And then was like, nah, I'm gonna leave it. And then just like went on a flight home without, without you know, getting the artifact from the Temple of Doom. Like it was just like. I had... But how old were, were you at this time? Oh, I had to be like twenty, early twenty-two. No. <laughs> I must have been like between twelve and fourteen. Okay, now that's that's understandable. Yeah, of course. I mean, you already broke into a home. Right. Right. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like, going above and beyond. Yeah, you're actually like one of those, like you would be a good criminal if you ever wanted to go that route. Yeah. Because you know, uh, well, you know how to get out what is good. <laughs> you don't take it too far, you know? I played it and I was just like, 
I, I'm, I disgust myself. It haunted you for the rest of your life. <laughs> Still haunts you. He can't sleep. He hasn't slept since that day. Right. Well, no, when you guys asked me to be on the show, I was like, yes. Well, I finally <laughs> I have a platform to get this watch. <laughs> you could have just gotten a therapist, dude. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You're the reason we started this show, because we know there's people out there with these, you know, these haunting yeah. favorite stories. You're why we do this. And we just want you guys to have a space to, to, to heal, you know? Hey, I mean, I've come a long way. I came from uh, breaking into, you know, my Russian neighbor's house for a video game to getting the block shot up for saying the wrong stuff about Will Smith. It's just Look at a, that. It's, it's very- right, man. Full circle. Look at that. Now, wait till those Russians hear this story. Like, I knew it was him. Yeah, we have a very we have a very large Russian fan base. Oh man, that was that was amazing. <laughs> All right, Pat. So we have a question for you. Do you have time to stick around for our next segment? Unsolicited advice. That's right. Okay. Yep. Cool. Dope. All right, we'll Perfect. just we'll take this quick break and we'll come right back. And we are back. Just in time for a new segment that we like to call unsolicited advice. And That's this right. is where this is spanking new. Yeah, this is brand new. This is where we like to read a post or a headline and then give some advice that was not asked for. Because, yeah. you know, we're not professionals. But we lived. But we have experience. Candace has a lot of experiences. The average person doesn't have. <laughs> that is correct. And me? Well, I know Candace. <laughs> So, that, so just by just default. by association, uh huh. You know, attitudes are contagious. They say. <laughs> this post reads: Should I loan my untrustworthy husband one hundred thirty thousand dollars without formal documentation? Mm. My husband and I have been building a house. We signed a contract after returning from our honeymoon. I make a quarter of what he makes, and I have lived frugally in hopes of having my own home someday. My husband owns his own home. So he's bringing the equity from the sale of that home to the purchase of our new home. I have cash assets, and we agreed that I would bring 25% of the cost of the new home to the table. Additionally, he wants me to front his portion of our new home, which is $130,000, until his house sells, and then he will pay me back. Normally, I would do this without blinking an eye. But my husband revealed something about his character that filled me with distrust. His father sent us a Christmas check as a gift. According to instructions in the card, each of us was to receive $100. My husband never gave me the portion that was allocated to me. I mustered up the courage to ask him about it, but he brushed it off. This seems like a small thing. (laughs) This seems like a small thing, but it has bigger implications. This is a large portion of my retirement savings. I feel like a jury asking him to sign a promissory note, but I feel I can't front him this money without having him sign one first. Am I justified in asking him to sign this note? He's pushing for the loan. First of all, this is some grown yeah. people problem. Yeah. As soon as they said trust, I was like, all right, another woman. Yeah. This was a <laughs> lot. Yeah. Yeah, this is, you You make a good point. This is grown problems. This ain't them little IG posts. No. Is it cool if your ex come over uh, for um, <laughs> for 4th of July while you still with your main? No, this is some real shit. Your girl can't cook. Do you stay with her yeah, or this, do you leave? This is that real shit right. you keep off of IG. Right. <laughs> this is lawyer Man. shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, normally I wouldn't be qualified to give advice on any situation that has the word equity. <laughs> I'm not the one. Pat, not the Pat one. just hangs up when he hears that word. 
Uh, hello? <laughs> we lost Pat. However, since this is, I, I love how you guys put so much emphasis on the word unsolicited, because that's the best type of advice I give. It's the only. So good. <laughs> <laughs> this is an onion of a problem. I'm a big person on intention. So when people do stuff like the, you know, when you find out somebody was supposed, you're supposed to split with, you know, you and and they didn't do it. That's a huge red flag because mm-hmm. pretty much every situation that will come up or has come up that put him in the position to do what he was supposed to do or be greedy. I'm pretty sure that he chose the greedy one. So now you have to think like, okay, you're married to this person. The fact that you even have to do a customized contract to make sure that X, Y, Z, that's pretty, that's pretty deep rooted. With like, your husband, you, right. My first thing is just like, should you be marrying this person and right. and not only like tying so much, so many emotions, but so many like contracts and financial situations to somebody that you think isn't even trustworthy enough to um, go in on a house for you too. Like this isn't even like a crazy side project. This is just right. where y'all about to stay. At the end of the day, if you don't trust them, you shouldn't be with them. Yeah, I mean, Absolutely. it's yeah. easier said than done, right? Because... Uh, you get in some things where you just like, all right, love get, gets you in there and you're good to go. And then the mistrust develops later. But, man, you got kids now. Oh, of course. You got, of a, you course. got, a, you got a pet iguana. Of course. But I'm saying that trust needs to be there. So it, if it's not, mm-hmm. then you need to get out. Some people are like, I'd rather be with a, a woman or man I don't trust. And then by myself, <laughs> mind your business. Well, then stop posting. <laughs> stop asking the general public All right? for advice. That night on the table, leave here. Answer the question, should I get a contract or not? Like, you ask us. She's like, I ain't leaving. Oh, that's for sure. <laughs> I didn't want the truth. Okay. This is the best I've gotten in a long time. Uh, uh, sister ain't going down. I love him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Shit. Answer the question. But I love him. <laughs> All y'all giving is extra tips. I, I gave you two options. Oh, my God. Contract or no contract. Yeah, you know, and yeah, all the superfluous And all this stress to some shit I know I ain't never go do. Uh, <laughs> there he is. Uh, Hilarious. Well, Pat, look, man, you've been an amazing guest. We really appreciate hey, you taking the time. Oh, yeah, um, any, great. any last thing you want to you want to promote or, or tell our listeners? Uh, well, first of all, thanks for having me. This was a this was a lot of fun. I'm glad I got to, you know, get the get the Russian robbery off of my chest. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, check me out. I, I have a Spotify page with a bunch of music and my, myself and my friend Lonnie Rowe is uh, we're, we're actually developing um, an audio Spotify podcast that's basically like an um, an audio cartoon, like an animation. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's basically going to be sound designed and it's going to be like scripted out. It's going to be a little bit of improv. So that is coming pretty soon uh, to Spotify. So yeah, check dope. me out. Dope, Thank dope, you guys dope. again. Man. Nah, no problem, man. Thank you, Pat. Appreciate you, bro. Thanks, Pat. Candace. Lord. Candace. And the Lord is right. This is how the big man upstairs will want it. He will want us all to love each other. Guys, I want you to get on your balcony, get yourself one of those really nice uh, beach chairs, get your, your favorite cozy brew, put that in the cup holder spot, and get ready for Won't You Be My Neighbor. This post reads, an Ohio dad uses a limousine as a school bus. An Ohio dad whose kids missed a day of school because of a statewide bus driver shortage decided to help neighborhood children get to and from school with a limousine. 
The dad, a Columbus, Ohioan, said his children missed school when their bus never showed up. So he posted on social media to see if any other local parents wanted their kids driven to school in a limousine borrowed from his father's limo service. He soon received dozens of responses, and that led to his giving 25 kids a ride, with the number increasing to 42 the next day. Everybody always wanted to say, let's help the community. Let's stop this violence. But I feel like a big step of stopping the violence is getting kids to school instead of letting them skip school and get into trouble, he said. Is this a rough community? <laughs> it became a, about gangs. Yeah, no, I mean, I, not necessarily. I think kids in general, when they skip school, they usually get into trouble. Like, I don't, that's, that's the whole thing about idle hands, man. You got nothing to do. I'm going to cause some trouble. Mm. I'm going to cause some riffraff. Hey, look, man, some hoods, the high school is in the most dangerous place. Uh, <laughs> oh, that is that is very true as Talk well. Talk about it. <laughs> Preach! Okay, not enough supervision. Another show, though. Another show. <laughs> this is dope. This reminds me of a story I saw about, like, these dads going to school. I think a lot of teachers, like, resigned. And so these dads, the community, went to the school to just provide a presence to help out. Oh, and yeah, it made yeah. a huge I know what you're change. talking about. Yeah, it made a huge change. I remember that, know? yeah. And it's true, man. You know, as someone who used to work at a school, the more adult bodies you can have at a school, Mm -hmm. the better. Because teachers are tired. So at Lunch and Nutrition, they're hiding. Yes. You know? And so you miss a lot of opportunities to have those casual conversations about random things with kids. You just never know what you say to a young mind. Just change change their their life, life, man. Change their life. At least for a week. (laughs) Or that day. That day, at least. (laughs) Get them home safely that day. So shout out to this man and his limo zine. Um, <laughs> like, well, that was beautiful. Yeah, you helped some kids uh, get an education. And you helped them what? In style. In style. We love it. Well, Ken, it seemed like we hit the end of the show. We did. It's another good one. It's been fun. What did you learn today? I learned that if you go to save somebody and it turns out to be a mannequin, mm. save the mannequin. Save the mannequin. Save face and just make it look like, you you're know. You're already there. You're already there. No one's going to know. No one's going to put the mannequin in a gurney and put the white blanket over his face. And you're a hero for the rest of time. Uh, pump the chest until the door closes. Yeah. <laughs> and then laugh about it. You know? No one's going to know. No one's going to know, man. And what did you learn, Chin? You know, people are still out here putting curses on people. Yeah, you would think that that was like a, a thing from like centuries ago. I thought it was a lost art. As long as dudes would be cheating, there's gonna be curses, okay? As long as there's exes, there's gonna be hexes. <laughs> Perfect. Fair enough. <laughs> where can they find you, Candace? They can find me online at Jokes by Candace. I hate to ask, but where can they find you? Well, we all know where they can find me at Chinadu Hunaka on Instagram and Chinadu Comedy on Twitter. That's Chin, E-D-U, U-N, A-K-A. Also, download my comedy album, Mostly Kidding. You can find it anywhere, but especially on Spotify. Nosy Neighbors comes out every Thursday, only on Spotify. Be sure to hit that follow button on Spotify so you never miss an episode. Nosy Neighbors with me, Candace Thompson. And me, Chinadu Unaka. Is a Spotify original podcast. We executive produce the show. Thank you to our lead producer, Allison Johnson, and our producer, Tiara Darnell. Matthew Cilelli edits the show. Camelia Stradwick does writing and research for us. Our executive producer from Spotify is Gina Delvet. And special thanks to Robert Adler, Dan Behar, Casey Simonson, Kelly Kyle, and Courtney Gilbert. Make sure to follow Nosy Neighbors only on Spotify. <laughs>